This is just Chandra checking her mic, mic check. One, two, <laughs> mic check. Hey, one, two, tell them again, mic check. Ah, one, two, mm, mic check. One, two, mic check. Hey, one, two, mic check. One, two. Yo, it's your girl, Kashandra. Your is Katama. Welcome to Yo to Year podcast. Where we talk about everything from side chicks to current events while staying black as fuck. Hey, let's do it. <laughs> All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Yo to Year. Wow. <laughs> so today we're going to have some you special. Want to do that again? No, it's okay. We'll do it one more time. Apparently, I don't run the show no more. (laughs) I was in charge until Juneteenth. (laughs) 2019. (laughs) Alright, so welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Yo to. Yeah. Alright, that was beautiful at that time. Okay. Today, we got some extra guests with us to discuss the topic that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, ladies, do you want to introduce yourself? Paris, you can go first. It's Paris P. Money Simpson. <laughs> I feel like there's not a money in the middle, but okay. Yeah, definitely a money. <laughs> but y'all missing the dope dance moves that goes with it, though. Ah, yeah. Ah, ah, right. Ah, Man. It's going to okay. be a long show. Um, <laughs> uh, you want to introduce yourself? What's good, Cali? What's good, world? What's good, universe? It's your girl, Rose Love, right here in the house. We doing our thing. The mic is on. They invited me. I'm not going to stop. The mic isn't the only thing that's it's on, not. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> me too. A bunch of things that's on. <laughs> okay. okay, well, I'm going to get back to my red cap. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> I'm just talking shit. So, apparently, our guest is very excited to be here today. That's a good thing. Yeah. Chandra, how you feeling today? You know what? I was hella stressed at work, but now that I got my ladies... Hey. Oh, good. Ooh, ooh. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Y'all sound like the pigeons by my house. <laughs> <laughs> they not regular no more. They not regular. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody nice said help. Um, <laughs> How are you feeling, Kazama? I mean, you know, I'm just a black man trying to make it. That's it. Are you making it? I'm making decisions to strip. <laughs> Think about that and shit every day. And we went left. <laughs> Listen, okay. Is this something make... you're really contemplating? Every day. I got the song ready and everything. What song? Red Light Special. Maybe it's Okay, so Ooh. how do you TLC? practice your moves? How do I practice yeah, my moves? Yeah, like That's... where are you in your room? Remember our topic. I feel like... Gotta be careful. I feel like that's slap. my business. No, no. Oh, <laughs> but you just made no, that I'm in my room. I'm in okay. my room most okay. of the time. In okay. front of the mirror. Okay. Is there baby oil that's dripping on my body? Mm-hmm. There might be. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> you think I would waste good baby oil on this? And they're messing up your sheets. Oh, yeah, shame. Oh, that's not gonna come out. <laughs> <laughs> this is my 203 account. <laughs> Why well, gotta be 203? <laughs> oh, like, damn, that's low. <laughs> I know I've, I've always heard like a thousand or something like that. It's so. a burlap. That's <laughs> rough. Two hundred counts. Uh, it's okay. Security. It's okay. Right. It's okay. <laughs> well, yes. So, I mean, no, no. I'm all right. I'm got some projects cooking up, some scripts Ooh, I'm working on, shit like that. All right. Back to work. You in the kitchen? I mean, I didn't move out here for no reason. You right. Got to stay focused. You right. 
So it sounds like our episode last week really lit a fire under your ass. Yes, that's actually. So last week we got to vent out what was going on. And I don't know, I just felt a lot better as soon as we. After you got off your chest? Mm-hmm. After you laid on mama's bosom. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's how you want to put it. That's yeah. That's a, that's a lot. Cause <laughs> it was in that space. Well, I'm a problem. <laughs> well, I was there. So okay, Chandra, what, why did we bring in our guest today? Hmm. What are we gonna talk about? Well, first and foremost, one of our girls is leaving us, like moving away whole across the country. That didn't come out right. They didn't. Oh, that's right. how far I'm going. Oh, hell oh, no. It's a whole 11 hour flight. Oh, God. Okay. Yes. <laughs> she's like gone, gone. Like she's leaving for real. Whole visa. To a whole nother life, though. Okay. So I had to get her on the show before she, you know, jetted off. Well, and why are you leaving again? I'm engaged. Yeah. Yes. I did it for the one. D. I'm just playing. No. Oh. I'm in love That's for real. It's real life. It's real life love, you know. My chest beats and everything for him. Um, you know, we look into each other's eyes. I know it's something special. Um, you know. This is the most aggressive <laughs> professional love I've ever heard You sure you're not from New York, my nigga? Exactly Where well, I'm from, we don't be all like, uh. Yo, I dead ass love you, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, bro, the way you breathe, you sweet. Yeah, you know, it's nothing. So we in love and whatnot. He gave me this thing that was a circle. I put it on my finger. Oh, okay, wow. I said, all right, let's go for it, you know? That's I feel like I that's know. exactly how it went. Too. Yeah, it is. I got this thing for you. It's a circle, my nigga. <laughs> You mean I always and I do? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So right, that's so happening. You wanted to get her on the show to talk about. Well, Paris is also here too, but yeah, yeah, Paris yeah. is here for sport because we're also going to talk. We we have her for our next episode. We want to talk about. Too, yeah, right? yeah. We have to introduce so, you know, her. You know, bring her in. Just to bring to her in the podcast. To, to like, here, like, also, she's mad support for Rosa. Yeah, there's that too. You know, it was the trio. If you just hear another person right. laughing oh, in the background, man. oh man, no, she's gonna be talking. Paris is not quiet. Right. I don't know where I people get that misconception. I keep. What? Is it the light me? I don't know. I, I don't am. know. I'm such. That is not a characteristic of like, her. It right. is. I feel like we need to put those red cups down. Um. Mm. So you wanted. Sir. Uh, <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. Don't call me on my cup. Mm. Yeah, we're counting cups. He the cup security and shit. <laughs> so you got two drinks. <laughs> security. <laughs> I need one of them to be at least water. So this is what bullying sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> This is what this sounds like. Yeah. Rosa's like trying to make you feel at home. This is what you went through every day. Yeah, I know, nigga. That's why I say, you, you sure you're not from Brooklyn, my nigga, son? That proposal sound real proud, bro, my nigga, son. You want some shit, my nigga? I can't see my life without you, bro. You trying to get married? You'll stay less, my nigga. Last name's okay. <laughs> No right, more. So today's episode, we're going to, this time of what? Secure the bag. Secure the bag. And we're going to be... Talking about women entering or breaking into the male industry. Okay. Male-dominated I mean, industries. 
So women who are breaking into, and I feel like this is a really dope topic, especially in like today's climate. Uh, yeah. A lot of the women empowerment things that are going on. Mm-hmm. So Rosa, you are a. I am a goddess. I feel like I feel like. <laughs> Okay. That you, that you are, Queen. That you are. Thank you. Thank you. A goddess who also does foremost, what? Um, you know, uh, I rule. Okay. Um, I make a difference in the lives of those I come in encounter with, especially via way of music and whatnot. Okay. Okay. So it's a thing called turntables, right? (laughs) (laughs) What does Matt say? He said we're going to edit all this out. Thank you, friend. And that's why she's here. She just caught that. I didn't get to hear it. But okay, I'm gonna get back into what I was talking about. Right. Catch up. Put that back. Yeah. Oh. So I just wanted on camera. uh, She almost smacked me. (laughs) That was a face. It was a a hand in front of my face. But on a serious note. On a serious note. Yeah. Have that note. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. I do music. You do music. Yes. Okay. I, you know, okay. So I consider myself an artist, but right now my way of exercising my art is through blending, mixing, and playing for large crowds of people. Just that energy, that vibe, that whole situation. Yes. Okay. Okay, so you just have to sum it up in one way. Because you asked. I could have said that. Because you deadass gave that answer where the professor's asking for like 500 words. (laughs) That's all right, though. Because now you got to talk no more. Okay, so DJ, what is your DJ name? Rose Love. Okay, how long you been DJing? Professionally, I've been DJing since 2015, so that's like large crowds, clubs, professional jobs. But prior to that, I want to say maybe like 18, 19, where I took it seriously and bought my first turntables and just played for myself, my family, friends, community. I want to know how you got your name. Like, how'd you create it? Okay, so uh, I partied a lot back in my day. But, you know, you go to certain clubs. (laughs) 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 Okay, so now he counting. (laughs) He keeping track. He the life monitor. Um, Right, he went from cups to life. You just watching my regimens. When uh, me and my homegirls used to go to these different reggae clubs in L.A., the DJs used to like to find out who was in the crowd and like to like, yo, they names out over the mic. They can never get my name right. And I don't know why. My name is Rosa. Right. Boom. They always like, Rosa, Rosa. Right. So then one day when I got into my music stuff, one of my closest friends made a connect and uh, with a club promoter. And I was talking with her like, what should I call myself? And she was like, well, they always messing up. Oh, okay. No, I said be conscious. Okay, yeah. Oh, because it's click clacking and it's hot. Okay. Um, Just be conscious. Conscious. Now I'm talking like you. But anyways, I asked her, what should I go by? And she was like, they always tell your name up and call you Rosé. Like, that's cute. I'm like, okay. Then I put love on it because that's just how I approach people. Well, that's nice. That's dope. Mm -hmm. So what, like, originally got you into DJing? (sighs) Music. Is an mm-hmm. escape, and I think that's just been my whole childhood. So, okay, I mean, so like people do like they want to create music, you want, but what specifically made you want to like blend and present it to a bunch of different people? Um, vibes. So like I, I, I just quit my job, but I did social work. So for me, social work isn't just you know um, clocking in and out. 
it's making a difference in people's lives. So I still noticed that if you can hold a vibe in a party and get people hyped up and they forget about what they're going through. Like, my favorite part of playing music at a party is when it ends and then afterwards you hear somebody walk into their car singing one of the songs you play. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. So they take the tune with them versus taking the stress with them or taking whatever happened earlier that day with them and stuff like that. So, so are you, like, self-taught? Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's a Black Miss America answer. Oh, <laughs> it was a good one. Yeah, that was a good answer. You. Thank no, you. Like, when you're an artist, especially like just knowing that the shit that you do resonate with people, mm-hmm. as they leave is like that's. I would say it's better than most paychecks, but mm-hmm. that's, that's it is that feeling. Yeah, but that feeling it's is like fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah because that's what you do it for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do it because, like you said before, music is an escape. Yeah. So you being able to allow to. Uh, Give that escape. Yeah. Okay, to go even deeper, though, it was one Sunday I was sitting in church. You know, I don't visit too often, but (laughs) when I was in there, I got the word, right? And he was up there, and he said, music is going to change the world. And every message comes across in music, and people can understand that universally. Mm -hmm. And so when he said it, I understood it, and I connected to it. And that's how, like, no matter what language you speak, no matter what country you go to, everybody all over the world is partying. Mm -hmm. So for me, music is just like that, that form of communication to connect, period. Preach. Oh, okay. yeah. That's dope. Yeah. What did you what have you found the most difficult while you was entering into the DJ industry, the DJ world? Which brings us to the topic tonight. For some reason, dudes feel like they have to own the talent of women who come into male dominated fields. So what you mean? So the most difficult thing was dudes competing with me when I got there. Okay. I'm like, why? I'm no competition. They don't compete with just all DJs? I think they fear female DJs. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I didn't realize how different we were until I would be playing a dance or something and I'm on a flyer and when another DJ goes to post about who all is doing the dance, they specify female DJ. So I just can't be a regular DJ. Like black people can't be regular Americans in America. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's all this, it's like a we're over here, you're over there, but yeah, you could do what we do. So when we need you for our flyer and to make things look good and we having a ladies' night, then we'll give you a call. Got you. Yeah, so the talent is not really respected more than the look. So when you show up and dudes are um, dominating, whoever it is that is the promoter for the club, the DJ who is the, um, the regular nightly or whatever, they expect for you to either be flirting with them mm. or in constant communication. Uh, come hang out. Let me show you how to mix up some stuff. Like, I had to get away from a lot of people because nobody is going to say that they gave me my talent or gave me my gifts. So, Do you feel like when you first started okay. out, you felt like you was going down that path? Like, you felt like you had to network so you would go to that kind of stuff? Mm, no. Mm-hmm. I never was a networking type of person. Like, I love people, but I can't be in the midst of crowds of people all the time and it's weird people are like but you like the DJ a DJ stands alone yeah 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 you control it's a whole yeah you mm-hmm. control the crowd you in a whole separate area so like for me that takes away the feeling of like feeling claustrophobic in a mm-hmm. big crowd of people but it's difficult and no I didn't get into dealing with dudes because I seen it right away and what happens is they make you look different they make you act different, and you your, your sound will come out different. Mm-hmm. So I stayed I stayed away from a lot of dudes and situations in this field, and you just you know when somebody is on some other other stuff. Yeah, have you period. seen other female DJs go through that? Yeah, yeah. Can you expand on a different part though? 
Like when you say they want you to act different, look different, like what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, I'm not saying they will want you to act different. You start to look different and you start to act different. As as look different from other like male DJs. Well, from who you are originally. Got you. Yeah. So if I come out as Rose Love, right, and I got this certain look to me, I've had dudes tell me I shouldn't be dancing while I'm playing music. Okay. Cause I turns up. You see me. Yeah, yeah, I come yeah. off the stage and get in the crowd with everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like, oh, you shouldn't be dancing because you can't focus on what you're doing on the table. Lies. You mad because you can't dance like me? Why you playing? Okay. Um, <laughs> um, dudes, I will wear certain outfits like a lot. A few times in my career, I've had to go to like backyard parties or somewhere where I was just by myself. Gotcha. So imagine being a female with all your equipment on your back and you somewhere where it's just a shitload of dudes. And it's a party, right? So if I know I'm walking into an environment where it's going to be a shitload of men, my outfit is not going to look the same way it is if I'm going out with a group of my homegirls. Yeah. So while I was at this party one night afterwards, the dude was like, you know, you could be a whole lot more sexier, wear such and such and put this on X, Y, Z. So they want you to dress Yeah. Okay. So it's like most of the females I see on Instagram that are like that have a high number of followers mm-hmm. or that get gigs and things like that, they're always, most likely, yeah, mm-hmm. half-naked and very sexy. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's in the industry. In Period. The yeah. It's music industry, but, like, in the world. In general, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. sex sells. Yep. Females sell sex. So oh, yeah. that doesn't surprise me that they will want that out of you. Yeah. That's what sells their party. Right. That's not surprising to you because I guess you're a woman. Like, that's surprising to me because it's like, I can't tell you what any DJ really looks like. So, like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine why they would want you to dress sexy because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be looking at you. Mm-hmm. I mean, looking at you if you fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> 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 like, hey, did you hear that transition? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to talk about that. Oh, I okay. actually want to talk about, like, just DJs. And, okay. Like, DJing out here is so different than what mm-hmm. I'm used to. But mm-hmm. let's focus. Different how? I want to... I want to stay on what we're talking about. Okay, fine. No, because... <laughs> no, we be in now we the conversation monitor. He no, want to monitor what we talk about <laughs> at different times. Okay, so I want to talk about that because DJ, to me, is really different out here. I particularly am not the biggest fan of how DJs happen because I feel like you use the word uh, transition. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like DJs out here transition. Right. Well, to different songs. Right. It's just like they playing iPod Shuffle. It's and like, they hop to the next thing. So to it's the like next it's reggae, thing. then yeah. it's uh, and it's um, then it's hip hop, then it's R and B, then it's some top one one oh two song. Like it's like it's not that great at all. Like mm-hmm. in New York, what I'm used to is like here's the R and B section. We're gonna mm-hmm. have some R and B. Then it's gonna be like hip hop type R and B. Then it's gonna be hard hip hop. And then it's gonna be like kind of a reggae sounding hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like there's a flow and a section for each one so that it's continuously going. Right. Out here, it's really hard to find a flow. And like, I see that that's, I go to a bunch of day parties. Mm-hmm. So I go to a bunch of parties and a bunch of day parties and it's, it's the same thing mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that? Or? Okay, so I, I hear what you're saying, right? Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's the vibes of what this is out here. Okay. So for us and the people that we play for because it's a very mixed crowd like caribbean latino uh americans everything is mixed together to the point to where if you're gonna hold a dance you have to make sure you cater to everybody in the room in a certain amount of time or you're gonna lose the crowd so for me when it comes to mixing things and i get what you're saying because a lot of djs want to play everything but they haven't found the vibe that goes into each song because it's songs that are like afro beats 
that go with dancehall songs or all of them may share lyrics from a hip-hop song from the 90s. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. So if I find a beat or something that connects yeah. all these songs together, then it makes sense. Yeah. Or if the songs are even talking about the same thing, then it makes sense. But I get what you're saying about hopping back and forth from different things like your music has to be a continual message and a vibe yeah. or else you're breaking up the people's party. And I get what you're saying. And a lot of DJs do that. And it's a lot of these dudes yeah. because a woman knows how to set the vibe. Okay. I mean, we mood setters, period. Right? Okay. Dudes. It takes some time. But what dudes are trying to do is play the baddest and the best songs yeah, all at yeah. one time. It's like trying to shove too so much that into they, it's almost like they want, yeah, yeah, like I'm the first person. I did this. Like they go right into banging. Boom. Yeah. Like real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, yeah. What you said, I never thought about before, because like, mm-hmm. back in New York, mm-hmm. Is predominant. We're incredibly segregated. Mm-hmm. I, I always say that mm-hmm. LA is a melting pot. Yeah. New York is a salad. Yeah. So like, there's tomatoes, mm-hmm. there's lettuce, but mm-hmm. everyone stays in their place. Right. So like, when I go to parties, like out here, mm-hmm. I'm not used to seeing white people at parties. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not used to it. Oh at all. man, I mean, I'm not used to seeing like if there were Latinos mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, they're mm-hmm. Puerto Rican and Dominican. Yeah. So, so like, I get that. So yeah. the DJs would have. They don't. There's not a wide range of people that they would have to play music for because exactly. mostly everyone that's in there is either black right. uh, or black, black American or black Caribbean. That's what it really mm-hmm. was. Out here, it's the melting pot. Yeah. So they do have to... It's but then I go to parties where it's predominantly black people it's the same shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... Like, it's just uh, instead of it going from, like, the top 100 to this and that, it's just R&B, hip-hop, R&B, hip-hop, yeah. R&B. And then, like, it, there's no flow. It just yeah. it drives me crazy. But you are right because even when you was up there DJing, I heard you had a way... First of all, you was playing... Uh, dance songs that was outside of Sean Paul thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that's that that's so funny because niggas out here they'll play a, uh, it's a dance hall party and that's Sean Paul and yeah. we wonder for like 20 minutes so yeah. like I, and then yours definitely had a flow so I appreciate that thank no you. problem you're welcome you're welcome you cultured and shit <laughs> I thought you was Caribbean by the song no. you was playing you're not Caribbean descendant you no. playing vibes and all that oh, like, oh I'm connected alright yeah just, I'm connected you just fantastic I just love music thank you I appreciate <laughs> it I appreciate it okay so you said that to go back to what you were saying before. So you wanted people to want, people wanted you to dress sexy. Mm-hmm. Have you like seen a DJ do the exact same shit you do? So like one of the things that you said was male or female. Well, I was male or female. So have you seen a DJ? Because you said people were saying you shouldn't dance in the crowd. Have you seen a DJ do the same shit and not hear nothing from nobody? But when you do it, it's a problem. I'm smiling like this because I just feel like it's nobody in the world like me. I, okay. I understand. So I, literally, I feel literally, like that. Yeah. No, no. But have you seen someone? No. Like, so you never seen anyone like mm. do something and that like, you get shit for, and another person didn't. No. Okay. No. So how do you know that certain things are because you are a female? How many? How do you know that certain things are being told to you because you're a woman? I'm sorry. Because that's what they do to women. Yeah. If you're gonna come to me directly and tell me about my outfit or my dancing, how is either one of them your business? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you do what you want to do when you get up here and you turn the table. Let me tell you, some of the first times I started playing music, usually dudes like to MC for whoever is DJing. They don't really like females to MC parties, right? Yeah, yeah, so usually if the female's playing, it's a dude MC next to them. I would have issues. First of all, the turntable is like this big, maybe like three feet, right? <clears throat> I got huge dudes standing next to me wanting to hold on to the mic button while I'm mixing. So I'm literally in bully stance, 
knocking into the person while I, like, why do I have to do that? Mm-hmm. Move over. Mm-hmm. But if another dude came up there to play, all the dudes step back and just, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't need your guidance. Mm-hmm. I don't need your help. So, mm-hmm. I just do go in there. you have to speak up and say that? Yeah, that's a good example. You You do have to, you have to like, come on. So, I keep my elbow on people's side. Okay. What's like the, the guidelines are like when you're making like your, your deals or whatever, scheduling your stuff, what kind of guidelines or regulations do you set? Do you set any? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to talk to me, it just needs to be about money, period. Like, what's the date, the time, the location? Like, mm-hmm. that's how when you know, too, that people be on some other stuff when they call you <clears throat> and they asking about your day and all this kind of shit. Like, if this is for a party, okay, directly to the details. So, protocol is, period. Like, you ordering services, so you just ask them for how many people, what the crowd going to look like, uh, what they want to hear. And uh, what time you need to be there in the location, and you just take a down payment. So you never have to like set any boundaries as like a female walking in and be like, "This ain't gonna happen. This ain't." Well, gonna you you don't have time to have a conversation. You just got to give it off with your attitude from the minute you come into the door. Mm-hmm. So, but does that set a, set a precedent? What does like females having attitudes is a already a stereotypical, yeah, thing, a especially question, a yeah. black female. Yeah, that's a good question. So you come dark skin black female too. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you coming in. Rolling your neck and like nigga back up. Right. Oh no, I don't mean come in rolling neck and back the fuck up. But I just mean I'm not coming in and I'm like, (laughs) 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 you know all that. You know what I mean? Like you literally have to be. (laughs) (laughs) That was mad scary. Nobody want to see that. Uh, Right. Like I'm not coming in, uh, you know, smiling and giggling and stuff, and that's that's another thing too. Like yeah. that's real because when I is. did watch you go in, like you went straight to work. Yeah, like, straight face. Straight yeah, set up because they already. Let me tell you, I've heard dudes stand behind me and start laughing before I even played. Really? Yeah, they well, would laugh at my equipment, or they would laugh because when I came into the thing, I didn't have standard Serato. Um, yeah, well, Serato's a type of software that okay. all, all DJs use or whatever. I came in playing on a Casio and um, Casio DJ like Pro. Casio is a it's his own type of mixer, and then we play a lot of Pioneer and um, is it Pioneer? Yeah, in the club. You got you. The mixer is usually a Pioneer. So like when I come with my stuff. Or I turn my system on It looks different from what they're used to So I've heard dudes laugh at me like Haha she got it pre-mixed Or you know they don't understand my equipment and my setup And then when I start playing and they hear the songs that I'm dropping They're like okay she's a baby gangster Like mm-hmm. don't play with me like I know my music mm-hmm. So I've heard people laugh at me I've um, gone into parties where I was booked and I show up I got my speakers I got my sound I got my bass my amps everything right Holding down whole parties and I come in and they'll be like, you hear people in the back like, oh, that's the DJ over there? I guess. Okay. All right. Like, it's a question mark. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if I showed up and I was a dude, they wouldn't question anything. Mm-hmm. So I know when I come, like, the last party I went into, I just was like, is the table over there? Like, it's just real. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to get to it. You can't be like, hi, um, I need to set up. Um, where would you like for me? I'm like, is the table over there? You know? And then they be like, yeah, come on, let me help you or whatever. It's just your attitude, but you, you can't play with people. Yeah. And then I look young, then I'm short, yeah. and then I'm cute. So, you know, you just got to come in real, like, on another level when you're dealing with people. Just like this job. Um, I know that as a female, we go through everyday struggles in general. And as a black female, we go through a lot more. But I'm wondering, do you have... Because I'm listening to you speak and saying, like, I have to struggle with this and males don't. But we don't know that for sure. Unless mm-hmm. you've had an outside conversation with 
other a females? D- a male DJ. Okay. Because it's like, what if they do have to come into a party? And what if females or other, you know, males are complaining about them or laughing at them or you know having a set precedence or perspective about them mm-hmm. that they might have about you or DJs in general mm-hmm. so do you feel like you have a bias already just because you're a female yourself oh, and you're going into this male right. industry so you're saying she already had that mentality right, right. and they could be going that. through a lot of stuff right. similar, similar stuff yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not saying about the dressing part yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a female yeah. thing mm-hmm. but there's other things that you go through as a DJ uh, up and coming DJ yeah. they might go through too yeah so do you feel like you got a bias? Do you feel like? Of course, I do feel like I got a bias. Okay. And um, when it's reinforced by certain behaviors, then it definitely it solidifies it for me. Mm. Um, talking with other females, yeah. And then I had one conversation with a club promoter before, mm. and the way he broke it down to me, he was like, "Okay, so just imagine that." Because he was a, a regular DJ there. And I was like, what is his problem? Because he's always like in my personal space when I go to play. So the promoter was saying, imagine that this is your girlfriend. And only you could fuck your bitch, is how he said it to me. He was like, you don't want nobody else fucking your bitch. The party? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they went deep. They went deep. The party. Yeah. Which bitch was getting fucked? (laughs) (laughs) Do we have to call security? (laughs) 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 Yeah, no, he was saying like the party, the club, his night is like his bitch and he not going to allow nobody else to come in and fuck his bitch. And I'm like, that's deep for you to use an analogy like that to explain it to me. Yeah. So... I'm just like, listen, I knew from day one, can't no man compete with no female. I was like, because I got two titties in a vagina. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number one, I don't even have to play appropriately. <laughs> I can hit the play button like Paris Hilton and stand there half naked and niggas would be like, oh, she dope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it right there. So just shiny nipples. Just, <laughs> just shiny nipples on so the stage. It is a leg up. So that's why I took what I have. Okay. Okay. And then I took their insecurities with trying to push certain things on me. And then, you know, I did my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You built it up. A yeah, plus feel, B equals C. I feel like that's not any. <laughs> <laughs> Such an asshole. Does it? Does it really? I feel like that's like. I mean, parentheses. I think that was kind of like what uh, any like oppressed group or something like that. Like with blacks, if you if you know how dope it is to actually be black, like black or be a woman or something like that, you can use that to your advantage nine times out of ten. Like I got a job at Morgan Stanley because I'm pretty sure I was a diversity hire. It's mm-hmm. perfectly fine, but, and I didn't really particularly care, but I used my blackness to get me something. Exactly. So, so like, okay. But that's owning your shit. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Owning you gotta, that's any, you that's anything that you in. That's good, though. That's yeah. anything that you in where you, you have to own who the fuck you are. You gotta, right. be, you gotta be happy with who you that's are. That's the only yeah. way you're gonna cultivate your space. Mm-hmm. Your own personal space. Mm-hmm. But there are certain things that you say that, like, like my best friend, Jared, he's a, uh, he's a DJ. Okay. Yeah, he's, you never told me Jared was a DJ. Was he there that yeah, night? Just, was Jared there that night? Nah. Oh, okay. my record, Jared. Oh, okay. Huh? This nigga, he did not speak uh, of your passion. Oh, uh, we gonna edit all this out, Jared. We not- <laughs> <laughs> he said all his friends is back at home, so that mean if you ain't Kelly and you know him, he not your friend. <laughs> period. <laughs> all right, you might want to edit that out. Oh, I, <laughs> just say. <I> <laughs> so Jared is and sing. <laughs> Jared's been DJing for like. 
maybe five years, five, six years now. Like, okay. he's trying to do it more professionally now. But he's never had to tell him, he told me everything. He's never had to tell me that someone questioned the way he dresses. No one's ever been in his space like that. No one's laughed at his equipment, but he usually just uses a DJ. I mean, on the, the laptop or something like mm-hmm. that. But, so there's certain things that you definitely, that's just because you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, niggas just, just all in your Yeah, so you validated it. Thank you. No, no. Well, not as, there not certain, There's certain things that's going to happen when you're up and coming. So, like, when you're up and coming, the, the equipment that you have is not, uh, from what you've right. is not standard. Right, standard. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, niggas going to clown on you. Right, right. So what are those? <laughs> <laughs> so, niggas is going to clown on you. But, like, there's a certain energy, a certain way that you approach. Or, like, mm-hmm. just, like, when you pull up and, like, oh, she's the DJ? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, oh, well, see how this goes. Right. Rather than, like, I'm pretty sure when Jared pulls up, he's like, right. oh, okay. Like, yeah. okay Plug in over here, over here, guy. Yeah, you know? like, all right. Yeah. You pull up, uh, you hold up mm-hmm. for your boyfriend? Right. Like, like, right, right, right. Do you feel like you get less respect? Okay, so let's let's give the audience the picture of your outfit to the party that me and can <laughs> my side. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> this little chocolate baddie rolled up. <laughs> She rolled up in this nice little tight ass tie dye dress, right? Real it's like it was painted on. If y'all can see my face, it was. <laughs> <laughs> you can see a heart. <laughs> okay, and it had a little cutout on the stomach, mm-hmm. and it was slanted on the uh, the hip, the thigh area, area. the thigh. So you know she was looking right and tight in it, right? Mm-hmm. But she was also going in there as a professional. So I'm wondering how they met you with. How you were looking? How did they meet you at a professional level? Well, I get hired from Instagram mainly. Okay. All my connects is through question, yeah. DM social media. No, okay. that's a good point. So you get book, book most of your gigs yeah. through Instagram. Okay. Yeah, no one runs up on me in public and be mm-hmm. like, you know, because no one knows. Um, that's true. But I think it's an expectation, and I like putting on. I'll say that's the costume, the mentality, the. That mindset, the alter ego that will have you coming in there like, can't nobody say shit to me. Mm-hmm. I'm about to go on the stage. I'm about to hit the button. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to plug in. They're going to hear the sound. I'm going to hear it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to scratch one time and then we're going to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. So, me in that outfit. Scratch one time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> scratch one. <laughs> okay. And then, <laughs> and we out. <laughs> right. And so, now that I understand the mindset of men in the industry, right? And I know how to create boundaries and to put myself in a position to where it's understood that I'm not there for anything else other than the music, right? I'm excited about going out with a little bit of clothes on and showing up with my backpack on and whipping out my laptop and then killing it and then them being like, damn, man, she's sexy too. <laughs> yeah, that happened. That's actually pretty fine because like, the way you pulled it, I was like, oh, she's yeah, right. yeah. Let's see how this goes. Oh, yeah, oh, she yeah. Cartel, nigga. Oh, yeah. Looking like a snack turned out to be the beast. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I eat me. I'm just like, <laughs> so, uh, Do you have any like horror stories from when you first started? Oh, because like most stand-up comedians bomb and shit, so I'm not curious if DJs bomb. Uh, I should have played that song. Okay, it was two moments that I'll never forget in my DJ career. One, I was playing a lot at this. It was like these Caribbean people turned their backyard into a spot. 
it looked like you stepped into an island. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like, Brooklyn. Wait, okay. That's Canarsie. So, so <laughs> I would go to this spot, but it was in like a residential area. Mm-hmm. So like you know, sometimes they'd call the police on them. So on this particular evening, I come outside and I'm on the porch out front, just standing there talking. Mm-hmm. So then, um, <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> I hear. I need to talk to all the DJs and the owner of the house. I said, oh, that sounds serious. <laughs> <laughs> I look over. It's the popos, right? I was like, oh, they want to talk to the DJs. Some was like, go get your laptop, go get your backpack, pack up everything, get on. Boom. I went back through the house, went to the back. The dude out front trying to hold him off, having a whole conversation with him. I packed up all my shit, put my plug in, unplugged every. I told him, I was like, yeah, the police is outside. I'm out. Boom, I'm walking out the front of the house. The police still out there talking about, I need to speak to all the DJs. I told the dude next to me, he was tall and he could cover me, right? (laughs) I was like, we about to walk out this gate. And then you gonna walk me to my car. So we went and the police didn't even see me. I hit the corner and I was gone. Why were they looking for just DJs? Because when you're playing music and there's a bar that's not Licensed, oh, you need and you selling oh. drinks. That's a whole end up in the jail, nice. seated in jail, yeah. and that's a whole nother story. Cause that's I got one like, of them too. From like DJ? One of the times. No, a friend had asked me to um, bartend for them mm. at the after hours, mm. and I'm standing behind the bar, standing there, and so I'm just, like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden. It was like, oh, the police is outside. Mm-hmm. And then somebody walks up to me and was like, don't forget the money. But I ain't seen this person all night, right? Okay, so you putting the evidence on me? Ooh. As I look back, I'm like, this is a whole setup. Mm-hmm. So they sent people in the club to order drinks to see that drinks were being served. Gotcha. Liquor was being served. So the, the narc hands me the bowl of tips and money. Don't forget the money is what he told me. Yeah. Okay. So next thing I know, the police stormed the club. It was only one way in, one way out. So they in. Everybody got to get out. They take everybody into the parking lot next door in line. Everybody up. I guess whoever was still on this side already told the police, oh, she was buying the bar. So the police came to me and was like, "Uh, we need you to come over here. Boom, they put cuffs on me. I ended up in the back of the police car. I ended up at the jail in Hollywood, right? Me and, like, two other dudes. One was the DJ and another one was, like, the door person or something. But they seen me and the look in their eyes was like, damn, little mama got locked up with us. I was like, this is some bullshit, right? So the whole time I'm there, the officer come in searching me looking for this money, right? So... (laughs) 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 When was it? (laughs) Let me tell you. So... The first time she pat me down, she like, all right, I'm sitting there. Something dawned on me. They came in here patting you down, and they asked you those questions because they looking for the money. Boom, if they would have found that money, that would have been their case. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't find it, right? So then she came for the first search, and she came back for the second search. And when she came for the second, I was like, ma'am, um, I'm on my period. You got a pass? She like, yeah, okay, boom. So that gave me an excuse to get into the bathroom. I took the money that was just slightly sitting in my crotch area, right? I had to roll it up, wrap it tight, and insert it into my pockets. That just sounds like... There's no pockets? Oh, never mind. (laughs) 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 
Oh my god, watch y'all kids because they about to get in all kinds of stuff when they get older. But, anyways, yeah, that pocket held the monies. They came back for a third search. See, I was expecting the story like I played the wrong song. (laughs) They came came back for a third search. Right, no, nothing, nothing. They came back for a third search. Oh no, I was locked up, nigga. With money in my (laughs) vagina. <laughs> Needless to say, I got off on that one. Boom! <laughs> Told him I, it was never there, and I still got paid hey, for that night. Now, exactly. Now, right? Exactly. It was on me. Take one for the team. I covered okay. the whole case. No evidence found. Okay. <laughs> now. Back to a DJ story. I'm just concerned about the YouTube fashion. Mira. What, what did you use to rap? Mira, I'm okay. We're not going to go into details about all of this, okay? But he said a paper cut. He said it sounded like a paper cut. It's not. It's not that kind of. No. No. It's not that kind of situation. But anyways, it was bundled up tightly, nicely, wrapped and whatnot. I would hope so. I would hope so, too. <laughs> So, anyways, what if you put it in there and change came out? <laughs> that's just disgusting. Like, I'm like, that's disgusting. You're making change. Like, ma'am, I get quiet. I'm you just standing there like, well, you got <laughs> Every time you walk, she hit a change. <laughs> I just wanted a snack from the vending machine. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so that was that. The scariest time was when we were DJing this party in Hollywood mm-hmm. and we got new a new mixer and we out playing music and the the crowd gets bigger and bigger and bigger to the point to where they're pushing the mixer. So something in me, Mighty Mouse, walks around to the front and I start shoving everybody away from the mixer and didn't think twice about it. Yeah. Thanks. I something happened and I was like I don't like large crowds I don't like people and somehow we end up mixing right in the middle of this whole situation but um worst story ever not worst story but this is my war story I oh, got into a battle okay. ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was lightweight <laughs> I did that in my sleep but um I got into this um clash a battle mm-hmm. right which wasn't supposed to be a battle but they couldn't figure out what juice. the rules were for a female DJ mixing mm-hmm. like a shootout kind of a situation but it wasn't no shootout like in Juice like Juice yeah, yeah 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 okay fine I didn't get the movie reference okay yeah so um <laughs> I was ill prepared ill prepared and then I ended up going against two females that was 17 years in the game mm-hmm. a piece yeah so great experience but from the crowd it was like boo I was like uh okay because I started going too hard on the one girl because I found out that she had got her laptop stolen and they started a GoFundMe page to get her another laptop. And I got mad about that because I just put money on somebody's GoFundMe page for their mama dying from cancer. And I feel like you doing music, asking people for money on a funding site that's for serious issues is not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you big time and you bossing, you should be able to go put down some money for another laptop or a dude, get a dude to give you one. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't be on. He, he said, mm, "No, for real." Hey, listen, dudes will give females whatever they want. Uh, no, nah, I said the cat. Hey. <laughs> well, that cat's eating alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with you, but no, like, 
No, when you're a woman in this industry too, if you in certain arenas and people dig what you got going on or whatever yeah, and feel like, out. yeah, they want to help you out or whatever, like they get Without it to being you. sexual and stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you were battling, what was like the criteria? And I was like, they were just seeing who had It was like night. 15 minute rounds. Like, usually you pick songs that talk shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody go for 15 minutes the first time and then. Um, then they eliminate one mm-hmm. and then the next two go and then they eliminate one and then that's it. You say you went hard on her, you went ham on her. What's do you remember any of the songs you played? Because you referenced her GoFundMe. So like, I did. I ain't um, never heard a song. Or thought about GoFundMe. No, 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 no. <laughs> so. And that's the thing, like I got too caught up in talking shit that I wasn't paying attention to my craft. Mm-hmm. So my music towards the end of my set started to just sound like I was reaching for shit which I was Mm -hmm. so I didn't realize that 15 minutes was a long fucking time and uh, when I started playing my first few few songs were like um, have you heard Trigger by um, no Trigger by Capleton I want to say is by but it's this really hard ass song yeah Press trigger. Okay, it's Mad Cobra. I'm sorry about that. But most of the music from the, the Clash, yeah. People button. Yeah. So I play songs like that, like songs that just are like threatening. Yeah. Or like murderer. Shit, yeah. 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 <laughs> so the first few rounds was like, okay, nice. But then I just veered off And then you know People don't like When you hurt people feelings So I went hard on her And they just was feeling bad for her Towards the end of my set Yeah so That was that And then People don't like When people hurt people's feelings Ain't that what battles are about? But when you (laughs) choose When you choose You Listen And the crazy thing is When I seen the dudes clash They were way worse than what We had going on They was pulling out photos And pictures and stuff They got off the internet Socking the papers, throwing it down, stepping on it. I'm like, um, yeah, y'all serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but for some reason, women can't. Throw that hard. Yeah. We, I don't know. What the no. Fuck you, that's like. That's not like battle raps. Femininity. I watch battle raps, and the women just be as mad as the men. It, as they should, though. Yeah, yeah that's battle rap. Be, yeah. yeah. And then, like, but there's still rules to it. Like, even when you're bad on someone, you can be like violent. But if you say some crazy shit that's just like out of pocket, yeah, you'll get booed. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. Corny. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, that's hurtful. Corny. Yeah. So you say you wasn't paying attention to the craft. How often do you work on your craft? As I grew, it happens more often. Mm-hmm. So like, even if I was just sitting here at the table, I'm putting music together. Like, mm-hmm. I have a lot of lists. So, like, songs just end up popping up in my head while I'm driving. I play the music. Um, I'm just always making connections with it. It's just natural now. Like, not necessarily sit down and do things. Like, today I was downloading music, lining it up, and different things like that. But just from starting till now, it just became a part of my routine. So, originally you were, but originally you were 
Because you said it's natural now. So yeah. Like before you spent well, I had to find space for it in my career and in school. Got you. Because I still have to pay bills and live a life. Gotcha. And so, right. I got a whole doctorate. <laughs> um, oh. I spent 14 years in school. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Doctor DJ. Doctor. Yeah. Doctor. Doctor. Yeah. So we're gonna have to we gonna fix that in the beginning. Doctor. <laughs> Doctor DJ. Well, you know, I'll go all into that part of my life and whatnot. Fourteen years.
That, that wasn't the song. That's oh, the wrong so person. <laughs> it's not the same person. It's not the same person at all. She was mixing. She was mixing. <laughs> So like but you would have to be from Brooklyn to know that like computers you, is the song you would play right now. Have you ever heard of that song? Computers by who? Roddy Rutherford and Bobby Schmerden. I'm about to play it right now. I ain't about to play it. I need to go find it. That's the song that like guaranteed my nigga. If you're from Brooklyn, that's like the Brooklyn anthem. That's how I drop it like it's hot. No, not drop it like that. What's that song? Um, the juvenile song, "Back That Ass Up." That's Brooklyn's "Back That Ass Up." Every Friday. Computers by who? By Roddy Rebel and Bobby Schmurdy. All these social networks and these computers got these niggas walking around like they some shooters. But like, honestly, if you're not in Brooklyn, don't play this. But yeah, I'm. I plan to go to London, and I plan to build up something so beautiful that it just turns into a career for me, an everyday situation, and that'll be it. Okay. So if you had to talk to yourself at the beginning of DJ, what advice would you give? Yourself? Oh man, you strong. Don't listen to nothing nobody gotta say to you. Unless you want to, because people told me great things and people giving me great opportunities, so I don't ever want to count anybody out. Um, I would have told myself to be like a duck and let the water roll off your back and whatnot, right? Okay, because um, it was times where I did cry for like a punk though too, like I can't believe they gonna wrap my setup like that, like because sometimes mm-hmm. they try to reduce your time, take your time, leave mm-hmm. you at the end with only twenty minutes left. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna hold the crowd with this. Mm. So anyways, I would have told myself that no matter what, to just believe in myself and do me. Like, I can't follow nobody else. And it's comfortable with just being you. Yeah. 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 And take risks. Always have to. Because that's how you learn. From you got, like, a home. favorite song to play right now? Man. I have so many. I have so many. I like Love Through the Computer, and that's what I thought you was talking about. Love Through the Computer. Uh, I want to say that's Gucci Man's new song. Oh, no. I oh, like when they take. Computer. Yeah. Fuck a shooter. Oh, shoot a nigga, shoot a. Oh, I know. So, um, what happened was, I really love music that take 90 songs and remake them. Really? I hate those songs. Uh, Cause you're a hater. I'm not but, a hater. I'm like, some shit just need to be left mena, alone. Mena. Okay, let me give you a little bit of this. Gucci man. Hey. So you don't think that song should be left alone? No. I don't know what. You don't think that song should be left alone? No. Is it what? You don't think that song should be left alone? Left alone? Yeah. Not for this reason. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's not bad. His lyrics are nice too. I'll never Watch this. Listen to that. Ah, uh, she don't even need a tutor. Fuck a shooter, I shoot a nigga, shoot a poop, poop. I can't hear you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> she shot him. Right, that's not bad acting. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, I, don't fuck, I don't fuck with Gucci like that, but I know. Yeah, but you know, music is music. That's mm-hmm. why people be like, who your favorite artist? I don't have one. I Joy just Baddest love music. Who? Joy Badass is my favorite artist. Who your favorite artist? Um I can't say one. Because you don't have one. You just yeah. love good music. Yeah. yeah. No, good music is good music. Yeah, yeah. 
Can you DJ a bar mitzvah? Okay. <laughs> First and foremost, listen, it's not hard. It's not hard. All you do is go on Google, I promise you. Somebody done already laid out the roadmap. You just get what you need to get down and just skill is skill. Mm-hmm. You just find the music. Okay. No, then skill is skill, but it doesn't, the crowd doesn't matter. Though. No, the like, crowd does killed. matter because yeah, yeah. you got to know who you in the room with. And that's part of the skill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're right. But yeah. I feel like a lot of DJs don't have that skill. That's because they be in there trying to play their favorite songs. Okay. That's what happens. With the DJ? I feel yeah. like DJs don't so read the crowd did. like that. No, they don't. I feel like they don't read the crowd a lot. Because there's a lot of times where, like, nigga, you are beating this to death. Yeah. And another thing I know is that they, they play the entire song. Ah, hey, hey, hey. Oh, my God. I, I didn't know this is how he did it. Do it. Has, like, like, a second verse. Like, I didn't know that there was a, a burst. This is verse. how. I thought. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, there's more to this shit? Like, <laughs> You do this right. for like a minute and then that's it. That's it. Why am I here at all? Everybody knows they do play music way longer. They play the than whole like uh, I think "Nuck of You Buck." Like once it's past that girl's part, mm-hmm. go to the next. Mm-hmm. And it's only the first part of it. Yeah, that's, that's it. And then the crowd goes quiet. Yeah. No, no one knows the words of that. Nothing. If you know the words of that song, I'm impressed. Like. That shit is hard. But I feel like, with random side note, she doesn't get enough credit for, like, that being one of, like, the most iconic, not iconic, but it's, like, one of the most significant verses from a woman in hip-hop. Because, like, it's it's actually pretty dope. Like, the shit she's saying, like, it's pretty fine. No one knows what the fuck. No one can recite it. But, like, it's... So how do we know what she's saying is dope? No, no one can recite what she's saying. Like, New York State of Mind, Nas mm-hmm. New York State of Mind, I can't recite that shit. Exactly. But it's one of the hardest hip-hop songs ever made, in my opinion. So that, her line that she's killing it. And that beat, that Nuck of You Bug beat, is not an easy beat to rap over. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that one should just get more weight. Mm-hmm. It's a random thought. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was just hard. You should have an episode about, like, rap battles and hip-hop and shit. Don't, because that would be, like, three hours just, for me. You'll do it with your friends. I love rap beats. I mean, my God. <laughs> no, my friends don't like rap beats. Like, oh, okay. Cause I just I'm the only one who's, like, like, really into it. Sean, do you have any more questions? Nah, you kind of stole my question. How the fuck did I steal your question? We had a conversation before this. Ooh, you think I'm supposed to remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, nigga. <laughs> See if I talk to you to begin with next time. <laughs> <laughs> See if we're prepared together again. No, no. You you asked her what she would tell her uh, her younger self. That was my question. That's what. Wait a minute. Can I finish my? <laughs> Can I finish my statement? Yeah, you're right. Which stemmed from me asking, what would you tell other women trying to break into this industry? But I would think, that's why I said you stole my motherfucking question. I'll be quiet. So I would think it would be the same answer. Mira, okay. It might be a little different. (laughs) But I'm going to go for it. Okay. (laughs) What? (laughs) Accent. (laughs) It's Rose's accent. Just go with it. Just go with it. I haven't figured out which. Okay. From Metal Canada, first of all. Okay, I'm going to start it like this. I guess Dominican or is it? (laughs) A little bit more. Dominican, Cuban, and Mexican. Yours was was like. Um, Okay. To other women, know who you are. Like, have an idea of who you are when you come into the situation so that you don't become easily swayed 
to be molded by the words of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're going to change and morph over time, and that just comes with confidence and just getting used to what it means and what it feels like to do you. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let people tell you where and how to do your thing because no one knows how you're going to hit, like, you know. Um, let me see. And empower other women. It's not... Uh, I can't like your post or I can't follow you or I can't shout you out because you're doing what I'm doing. So I think if women came together and start planning their own stuff and hosting their own parties and getting their own venues, then we can change up the situation to where it feels like it's male dominated. But usually women promoters or women that are having parties and things like that, they hire male DJs right away. There's been a handful of women who have been like, I'm going for a woman or I need a mixed vibe. And I think it's something cool to always have a man and a woman DJing because men bring a certain vibe and women do too. So I just say be open. Okay. And walk away from what you don't want. All money ain't good money. Mm. You want to speak a little bit more on that? Well, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people be like, I'm just here to get my check. Yeah, like I got an invitation the other day to do this after hours, and I'm like, where my life is headed, I don't need to be in a situation to where the police can show up, and you I don't care how much money they was offering. Right? No, I don't want to <laughs> stick nothing else in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> in my hot pocket, there's not room for nothing else. That was a one-time pocket. round. I don't think it would let okay. anything else back up there. That was out of fear. It opened up and helped me. <laughs> Swallow it inside. <laughs> oh, <Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> we going to jail. <laughs> 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 <That's the thing. laughs> That's the thing. None of the coins dropped out. Okay. <laughs> um, but how do you know it's bad, bad, bad money? Okay, yeah. that's what your intuition is for, right? Because it was one time where. I was going to this back house party and it was the first time and it was by myself and usually you are by yourself. Sometimes your homegirl's not about to be out with you every weekend. So you got to kind of like have an intuition of if I go there, it's going to be a few people that I know that I've seen around before. Like, what is this going to be like? Where do I sit? Where am I storing my backpack or my equipment or whatever? Mm -hmm. Like, there's just a lot of questions. But last week I was like... If I'm not going to do anything legit before I leave to London, like, then I don't need to be doing anything at all because I'm not trying to risk being in the after hours and something goes down because somebody always doing some dumb shit or getting hella drunk to where they fighting or something and whatever. But um, what other situations? Um, If people want you to hang out with them prior to them paying you or prior to them booking you for the party, that's bullshit to me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to sit and chit chat and parlay with you for you to hire me. That's just wanting them to, for people to see you in their space so people could be in your business mm. and, you know what I mean, create a, a buzz or a vibe. But that's what some dudes is mad sneaky like that. Like, will stand next to you just so that if somebody look, they can look and smile. Like, like <laughs> y'all having a whole conversation, which no conversation could be happening. So, um, that's corny as fuck. Yeah. That's corny. It does. Man. It's almost like, as a woman, you got to be careful because men try and possess your, your talent and your power. That's crazy. Yeah. 
yeah but I hope that answers you the question you don't find them it did mm-hmm. you don't find like people or the people you want to book with well, not meeting, wanting to meet up with you the same as if somebody wanted to go on the golf course with another business partner or nah, it's different. meet up for cigars nah it's different yeah but if we were doing something like a show where we're bringing artists and we setting up a concert, this, that, and the other, of course, we're going to have to sit down and talk to map out some logistics. But if you just need me to show up and play for an hour and you tell me what kind of music to play, then there's no reason why we need to be linking up for coffee, tea, gotcha. nothing else. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. And then, two, if you know you sexy and that's your thing, like, you're not going to want to sit down with these dudes and have a conversation because that's not what they want to talk about. Right. Yeah. yeah. Period. Put yourself in there for Period. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they go on golf course and there's like an ongoing mm-hmm. partnership that you're trying to develop. Yeah. Money, yeah. investments being right. made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We building like, a real bond. This is like you, you probably only hiring there. me that one time. Exactly. Mm-hmm, for that 45 minutes, and then after that, like the buzz is over. You're not gonna share no more of my flyers. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like so. Wait, did Paris have anything? Me or Jace? No, I'm just in support today. Oh. As the support, what do you think some of the most, like, major challenges for women all over the world in male-dominated industries? Oh, wow. We're going to go there. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> she, I, she lost me there. What do you think the challenges are <laughs> like, women? The major challenges for women all over the world in male-dominated industries. Hmm. In a Just generalized way. taken seriously. Yeah. You know, um... We just come off as emotional, and we're always thinking with our emotionals, and never, we never seem like emotionals. we can make stop. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say, just let it happen. I heard just, it too. Just <laughs> emotional. You already know where it's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> first and foremost. We listening over here, correcting everybody's right, right. grammar. No, I just think that. We're not seen as equal to men ever. So they feel like when they have an idea or some shit, it's always like it comes from a place of like this is business where women can't actually um, talk business because everything has to come from a place of emotion Mm -hmm. instead of just them getting to the point like you do. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? They they don't think that we think rationally Mm -hmm. ever. So then we have to deal with trying to break those walls down as well as being labeled like a bitch or something. Yeah. Whereas a guy is like, that's just him. That's what they're supposed to do. You know? You don't need that happen because they ain't gonna fix your face. Hmm? You don't know um, what happens? Yeah, no. Yeah. Like for me personally, mm-hmm. like dick's a dick and a bitch is a bitch. Mm-hmm. Like there are people who, there are guys who are can't just... can't be bitches. No, no. <laughs> I mean, dick is often associated with men and being yeah. So, so there are guys who are just like whether you are a girl or a guy who think that you're an asshole. Mm. And then with women, um, you, whether you are like, it has nothing to do with who you are. You're you're a bitch. Like you just are. So that's just my own personal thing. That's why my apprehension. But yeah. with um, the regards to women. Um, I had to take this woman in the workplace. I had to take this woman in the workplace class a while ago, and they were talking about that perception that women who are assertive or bossy are viewed as bitch yeah. bitches, and that did not apply to black women. Hmm? That, that according to a study that I read, it doesn't apply to black women. 
because black women are naturally perceived as being aggressive oh, anyway. So they're already in the category. Hey, so not, that, not that you're a bitch. It's just that you're aggressive. So, like, you're being you. Angry black woman. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, being, so then if you're not being you, then they're, like, they're not really taking you seriously. Like, what kind of, no, be yeah. Like be that like angry black. person. Yeah, that's why I don't. Black, think, like that's his point. Life. That's why I said that. But I think her her point is very valid within the workplace. I feel like women, first of all, women are more scrutinized in the workplace. Face to face, because they are. No, I mean, but it just sounds like I'm not saying that it's not. Yeah. But the scrutiny is different. That's why I'm, you know you know me. I don't really fuck with like feminist stuff mm-hmm. because feminism is feminism does not talk about black women. It talks about white women. Okay. Right. So the the stresses of black women are not the same as the stresses of white women. I have a question. Yeah. What grade did you get in this class? <laughs> okay. I got an A. Okay, you got an A. All yeah. right, you was paying attention then. Yeah, okay, good. all right. Yeah, it was got an A. So the, the, the um... <laughs> do I, I don't sound like I don't know what I'm talking about? No, no, no. Yeah. That wasn't the case. No, no. It so just... They, that's why I don't like it because, like you said before, for black women... You, you being aggressive is viewed as like a good thing or something like because you're being who but you're supposed not. to be. But it's not. It's uh, not. I feel like it's. Well, I'm just, I'm just about talking about the study I read. Yeah. Stereotypical thing. Yeah. But it's then viewed also, as a norm. That's what it is. It's viewed as a norm. It's viewed as a. Okay, it's not viewed as a good thing. It's viewed, it's viewed as, a norm. as a norm. I will yeah. say. But I, and you're. Because white women are supposed to be viewed as. White women, even the way that. Yes, exactly. So, like, even that, that study in the paper I had to do, mm-hmm. it was like a 20 page paper. Mm-hmm. They are. They, you got an A on. <laughs> black women are more upfront. Right. White women are more passive aggressive. Mm. Being that they're more passive aggressive and don't express themselves, they are viewed as oh, that's docile. Why men like them so when they oh, speak for other men, <laughs> but, <laughs> but so that's why when they do act out of character, they're viewed as bitches. Mm-hmm. That's just what I read though. It's kind of like the election with Hillary and Trump. You don't want to get me started on that. I don't, I don't want to get me started on that. That's just how everybody perceived it. Well, you know, the people that voted for him. She's a woman. She doesn't know what she's doing. She's not fit for office. She's too emotional. All of this stuff. And then you have them, and where he's a complete asshole, and people are like, yay, go Trump. Okay, so that point. What would you say to, like, because that's another reason why I don't fuck with feminism, because they talk about all this women's rights and equality and shit. But most of the people that voted for Trump were white women. Like, a lot, the vast majority of people who voted for Trump were white women. The same people that want you to fight for the rights, they voted for the same nigga that said, let's grab women by the pussy. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you think that still applies? Like, that was still the, the, the logic? If a lot of his voters were women. White women. I think they really thought women don't have a place in the White House. Mm-hmm. As being... You know, commander-in-chief. Even though Hillary Clinton was, like, ridiculously overqualified. Uh, like, ridiculously overqualified. Yes. <laughs> he was not qualified. But it's those people that thought like that, that. I also think that people are afraid of change. And we have, a, there's a history in America we have this white men. But who was the president before him? Before number 44. <laughs> <laughs> 44 through one. <laughs> they all had dicks, nigga. <laughs> right, what I'm saying, like, they're, they're more not open to change as we, quote-unquote, want to say we are. And so to change the narrative to be have a female at the head, no. But That's, I always answer. remind people that facts is history is law that were written that said that women were property to men. Niggas was too. So, 
But well, okay. I'm sorry, I apologize. Right. So a lot of the laws protected men and not women. And basically, if you're going to change a law that says now women have rights, that don't mean the mindset changed with the law. So they're forever going to do things. Okay. That that are going to be yeah. anti women, mm-hmm. yeah, but okay. anti black or whatever the case may be. Well, for me, I think that because you know how I feel about the whole Trump election thing, I feel like Trump getting elected was a good thing. Uh, not because I'm a Trump supporter, it's because I really feel like if Trump, when Barack Obama got elected, black people fell under this false illusion of inclusion in which they thought racism was over. Mm-hmm. Because, well, we have a black president, so now shit is going to get better. I and mean, actually, for black people, it got worse. Obama didn't particularly do anything for black people through his entire presidency. Immigrants, white people, uh, white women, and gays got different laws passed for them specifically. Black people didn't get anything besides hope. So when um, Hillary Clinton got elected, I thought that that idea would have just continued. This, uh, this false idea that America's getting better would have happened. So, like, if... So the best way to describe it is if Trump didn't get elected, this Me Too movement, in my opinion, wouldn't have got as much fire as it did. Because I feel like the Me Too movement is a direct revolt to like, y'all gonna hire this nigga that, because Me Too movement been around for decades. So like, y'all gonna hire this dude who says he grabbed women by the pussy, y'all really gonna do that? Fuck that, we're gonna speak about it. Like people got angry. It's like, the house has been on fire for years, Trump is the smoke. You can finally see the smoke. So I feel like if Hillary Clinton would have got elected, we would have fought, we wouldn't have been having this fucking conversation right now. Yeah. No, I think the mindset would have stayed the same. Not as facts. And then, like with that, the mind, the there was feminism started to protect white women. It wasn't black women at all. They were trying to fight for the rights of work. You're Name right. Name a time in American history in which black women wasn't exactly. working. Exactly, all the time. We never had a break. <laughs> we got here working. Exactly. Like, like you understand? So. No, you're right. That's how that was set up. And what with everything else, they attach themselves to the black movement they use to get us. the momentum. Bop, bop. Get mm-hmm. their momentum. They still mm-hmm. do that now. Oprah, mm-hmm. Serena, Williams, mm-hmm. Beyonce. <laughs> they use us, and once they get that benefit, oh nah, we wasn't nah, we wasn't. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Perfect example is the wage gap. I say it all the time. The wage gap for you know seventy six. I don't know if it's changed, but it was seventy six cents to a man's dollar. That's mm-hmm. bullshit. That's seventy six cents a white woman makes to a white man's dollar. While you may fight for that 76 cents, the black woman's getting 68 cents. And the white, the Hispanic woman's getting 56 or 58 cents. So you fight for that 76 cents, and when she gets that dollar, what the fuck you gonna have? 76 right. cents. Mm-hmm. And now the person before you's gonna have 68 cents. So right. they use us to push their agenda. But, you know. But it's alright. It's a whole nother episode. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all done hit 10 topics. Yeah, I just, you know. 10 topics in 10 minutes. That's a new show. Boom. Go ahead, go. <laughs> so, this concludes another episode of Yo 2. Yeah. I want to thank both our guests for coming out today to support. Good luck in thank London. Thank you. We Con- appreciate you. Congratulations. No problem. Thank you for having me. On snagging you a beautiful Aww. black king. Thank you. With a British thank accent. You married an Egypt, say that. That's what people keep saying, you know. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's not Idris. It's a mark. It's not Idris. Oh, yeah. My booze are pulling up to London. Oh, it's lit. And it's over with. So, you got my ticket, Sean? Uh, uh, uh. Nigga, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I even got my own ticket. Uh. All right. Well, see y'all next episode. Deuces. Uh, all right. Y'all be sure to follow us on social media platforms. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter. It's at Yo Tier. That's at Y-O-O, the number two, Y-E-R-R. Also, you can follow us individually. 
follow your girl Chandra at goddess underscore of underscore thickness double zero y'all and Katama at Katama that's K-E-T-A-Y-M-A all right hope to hear from y'all soon